Pro Group Management. Workers' Comp that works for you. Welcome to Nevada Newsmakers on the broadcast today. It's time for season three of Mobbed Up. The host is John Katsalamades. He's here for the whole show on an all-new Nevada Newsmakers. Big R in Sparks is located on Bering Boulevard next to Smith's and across from Reed High School. It's a 50,000 square foot hardware store and a whole lot more. It's huge with clothing, power equipment, tools, and of course, hardware. Big R is located on Bering Boulevard in Sparks next to Smith's and opposite Reed High School. Big R, hardware and a whole lot more. The Do It Right guys at Nevada Heating have one mission. Your furnace breaks down today, we fix it today. Why freeze for days while your furnace is down when Nevada Heating can get the job done today and you can get warm again? For nearly 50 years, locally owned Nevada Heating has been getting the job done right. Call today at 323-5585 and we'll fix it today. That's 323-5585 or online at nevadaheating.com. Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. Nevada Newsmakers Studio is located at the headquarters of the Nevada Trucking Association. Motion and purpose are a truck's greatest virtue. This is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shad, a no-holds-barred political forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers Broadcast Headquarters, here is Sam Shad. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we're delighted to welcome to the program John Katsalomades. He is the entertainment critic um, and writer. Uh, I shouldn't say critic. He's the entertainment writer for the Las Vegas Review-Journal and uh, is the most read column in the paper every day because if you don't know what's going on in John's column, you really don't know what's going on in Las Vegas. So welcome, sir. Thanks, Sam. It's good to see you, sir. Um, so, um, uh, one of the main reasons I wanted to have you on the program, and I do want to talk a little bit about entertainment later, uh, but we have been a big sponsor of Mobbed Up, both on the program and through my clients, and uh, it was absolutely great uh, first two seasons, and you are now going to be the host of season three, and so uh, do we have a start date at this point for when season three will begin? We're looking at the first week in, uh, in April, Sam, to, to launch uh, uh, the first episode of season three. That's our that's where we stand right now. We're we're working on uh, on all of those the the episodes now, but that is that is our target. If not sooner, but I'm, I'll say April, uh, the first week of April, April first. Look for it. Yeah, you know, um, I remember talking to the staff of the RJ uh, in the sales department when. Uh, we were looking at, uh, you know, potentially how many people were going to download this show. And um, I said, it's going to hit a million people. And they kind of laughed at me a little bit. And it's now almost, if it's not gone over 2 million, it's pretty close to 2 million downloads so far, correct? Yeah, that's, a, that's a, at least that many, yeah, for the, for the work we've done so far. So it's very popular. And, uh, and we're very, very proud of the, of the uh, concept and the content up to this point. 
Oh yeah, it's been fabulous um, and so engaging. Um, you worked with Jeff Gurman um, on the last season. Um, would you share with us what that was like and what your portion of that was? What uh, Jeff and I worked on, he was uh, focusing on the Aladdin, the history of the Aladdin Hotel Casino on the Strip, which is now uh, Planet Hollywood today. And my uh, contribution was to um, interview Wayne Newton because he was a, a, an owner of the of the Aladdin in the early '80s, from uh, 1980 to '82, and um, they were interested in getting Wayne Newton's account of his experience at the Aladdin, um, his battles with Johnny Carson, who was also trying to buy the hotel at the same time Wayne was, and uh, all of the ramifications. Uh, Wayne wound up in a, in a crisscross of lawsuits with NBC, who had uh, alleged uh, mob ties uh, during uh, one of their news specials. So my role was uh, Jeff enlisted me to, um, to talk to Wayne, because I've known Wayne Newton for so long. And uh, I, I uh, ended up doing uh, uh, two hours of interviews with Wayne up at his um, ranch. His, he has a, a home in a, a second home in uh, Kalispell up in Montana, Flathead Lake. And um, we uh, we did the uh, the interviews then and, and came back and edited them. And that that portion that I interviewed uh, contributed with Wayne was um, some of the season of the Aladdin, which was the last time Jeff and I worked together in Jeff's last uh, podcast duties uh, with the Review Journal. And it was very well received. The entire Aladdin uh, uh, season, season two, was very well received. And Wayne was very uh, forthcoming in, in his, uh, his uh, recollections of that time. And, uh, and he knew what we were up to. You know, he knew this was a piece of the history that we needed to get down uh, accurately. So it was quite an experience, uh, you know, getting the questions together and, you know, uh, kind of being the caretaker of that, that segment of, uh, of uh, Mobbed Up. You know, it's, it's so fascinating to me, the fascination we have as the public uh, for all things mob-related, uh, mob books, mob movies, uh, mobbed up the podcast. Um, I, I want to get your thoughts on this, but we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back with more after this timeout. It's the 10 million point break the bank giveaways at Tamarack Casino. Plus, win your share of 50,000 in cash. The 10 million point break the bank giveaways plus 50,000 in cash at Tamarack Casino. Now through February 25th, your good times are at Tamarack Casino. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com, tollsdevelopment.com. Take a look at Pro Group Management and see how your workers' comp requirements can be met head on. By taking a proactive approach, Pro Group can assure that your company is meeting or exceeding state and federal standards. As you move forward in your industry, Pro Group moves with you, simplifying regulatory tasks, clearing the way so you can get the job done and look to your future success. Pro Group Management, workers' comp that works for you. What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NV Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low. And our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way. Because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. 
That's our promise. You can count on it. Carson Valley Inn. It's your place for the good times. Carson Valley Inn. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with John Katsalamides. He's the host of Mobbed Up Season 3. And I was saying right before the break here, you know, what is the fascination we have with the mob after all these years that the mob is actually gone, but yet we still crave more and more information? You know, it's, it's a, we, we discuss this a lot in Las Vegas, Sam, about, about the mob's uh, continuing appeal and a mystique in our city. Uh, I hear all the time that the city was better when the mob ran it. Um, I, I will, I, in my view, and in, in living here and looking at this issue, um, I think the news media, I think entertainment media have combined to create a kind of a mythic uh, culture that rooted in fact, rooted in fact, that uh, has helped generate the, the narrative of the mob in Las Vegas and the mob generally, you know, you have the, the you know, f feature films, classics like the Godfather series, you have Casino expressly about Las Vegas, you know, Oscar Goodman tells me still is the best account of a time in Las Vegas that will never be revisited. Um, we have current events that have happened in our city that might or might not be related to mob activity, like finding bodies in barrels at the, uh, <laughs> Uh, dwindling Lake Mead that helps rekindle those days and we start saying you know who was behind the guy in the barrel you know was it a mob hit the mob becomes a thing then we have a um, you know we saw certain figures here in Las Vegas who have um, who lived through it who continue to talk about it once in a while or talk about it continually um, I, I just think that it's a uh, it's mystique it's a piece of history in our city that will not be recreated so you you create a kind of a it's a quasi fantasy um view of the of a uh, uh, organized crime uh, and its influence in las vegas you throw in the fact that howard hughes helped eradicate uh mob interests in casinos in las vegas it only heightens the interest um but i think it's a combination of all those things and word of mouth you know people who said yeah back in the day i saw friends who you know back in the day you know you'd walk into the sands and the the blackjack dealer knew your name you know and he'd, he'd get a free buffet and things like that um that was the, the mob was apparently responsible for because of their attention to hospitality um so it's it's a unique you know las vegas is a unique place with how it's grown and developed in the mob and organized crime influence is a unique uh, uh, uh a unique relationship to our city as well all right so so um, uh season three of mobbed up uh which by the way if you go to our website uh, there are links right on the home page uh, to be able to grab the first two seasons, which I recommend people do before April when the new season comes out. Uh, but you're doing a series of interviews with Oscar Goodman. How was that? Um, well, uh, I will tell you, Sam, we, um, we originally sat down uh, with Oscar and it was, uh, it was kind of the same uh, process of when I interviewed Wayne Newton. They knew that uh, our, our team knew that I, I could probably get Oscar to sit down with me at length and talk about his life. Uh, so I, I pitched this idea to Oscar and he just said, yeah, well, you know, pretty much whatever you want, where do you want to do it? How do you want to do it? I, th I thought we would go probably maybe four hours tops, four visits uh, with him at an hour apiece and, and get this together. 
we uh, decided to do it at uh, Oscar's Steakhouse at the Plaza, his namesake, where he has a has a uh, licensing deal to use his name and image there, and and uh, he feels very comfortable there. We did it in the afternoon, on a, it was usually on a Wednesday because he used to he used to meet with the guys he he bets sports with every Wednesday afternoon at the Plaza. They brainstorm their sports betting, so we we tied it into that. He'd go off and do his sports bets afterward. It turned into, once we got the momentum going from the interviews, we ended up doing uh, 15 of those sessions total over 17 hours. hours. Oh my gosh. It was 17 hours, 15. Yeah. So having said that, (laughs) it, it, it just, it was a natural progression of our conversations. We kept going, you know, we need to talk about more. We, and I always tried to keep him and keep us at an hour. So we didn't just get exhausted, you know? And uh, of it, you know, we didn't have to do everything at once. I kept telling him, I said, let's just keep, as long as you're comfortable, just keep moving this forward, keep moving this forward. And, and wherever the editing and, the, and mobbed up takes us, we'll go there. But these are finite sessions. And, and he was into it. He was, ex- and it was all audio. We didn't do any video with him. So it was us just coming in. And sometimes he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt and I wore a hoodie and a ball cap. And we just sit across from each other and talk. He always had the martini going every one of these sessions. Uh, had the martini with him, uh, which he would drink. And by the, by the end of the martini was pretty much the end of the interview. Um, <laughs> but that's, that was, it's no prop. You know, that was a, a real uh, <laughs> assistant, interview assistant. Uh, so that's how, that was the structure of it. Yeah, it was, it's a lot of content. And uh, we covered, uh, we covered everything. You know, we did everything. And this is going to be the entire series, season three these uh, interviews are gonna can be coalesced into our next season. Without giving away the whole thing, um, were there things that surprised you? I think, um, yeah, uh, and, and it might be, it wasn't, things that kind of took me off guard were not uh, necessarily related to his career as an attorney. We had heard versions of some of these stories before, but as you dug deeper, I think the thing that I took away was how personally Oscar took this work. He was he was very personally connected to his uh, his role as a the def- as a man who defended those who were being, uh, in his view, wrongly treated or wrongly prosecuted or wrongly surveilled um, by uh, federal and local law enforcement. He, he still has that attitude like the, he wasn't sure who the bad guys were in this in this uh, storytelling if it was him or law enforcement he would be uh, uh, I, I think that's what I, I, I took away was that he still has a very personal connection you know you talk to Oscar Goodman about something like Tony Spilatro who um, is universally known to be maybe not a nice guy Oscar's take on, on Tony Spilatro is the, the Tony Spilatro that he knew was always a, a gentleman, was always very respectful of his family, and was always very grateful to have Oscar in his corner because he often felt like there was nobody to fight for him. So there you have it. Um, that, that's common in Oscar's storytelling. Another thing that surprised me, Sam, was um, there were a couple areas where he um, spoke about the death of his, uh, one, one was uh, the death of his father, uh, hit him very hard. Uh, in retelling that, uh, which was going on during one of uh, one of his famous cases, and he wasn't able to um, to get back and and uh, have a proper burial um, within 24 hours, according to the Jewish faith, because he was involved in court. 
that he really softened up when he was talking about that. And he talked about the death of his sister, who was a ballerina. Um, and that was very uh, striking to me that I had not heard him talk about before. Um, and he still struggles with with that, the way her life uh, ended, as a, he feel, as a, he explained, as a result of her of her dance career and some of the, the physical and emotional and mental uh, turmoil that she had to go through. So those are things that, you know, that add texture to, to Oscar that we know who's a, who's very much uh, an animated and, and, and has no shortage of bombast when talking about his, his legal career. But there was a lot of other side of Oscar that, that I uh, uh, came away with as well. Um, did Joe Yablonski uh, feature strongly in this conversation, the former FBI guy? Um, I don't think his voice is in this, Sam, and I, d I don't know if he's later in the series. I, we did, we, Oscar and I did not, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm remembering right, did not specifically go into depth on uh, Leblonsky. I don't think so. Because uh, that, that was quite a fight between those two. You know, it's been fascinating. You know, over the years, um, you know, I've done interviews, especially in the last few years, uh, with people like Jeff Silver, Bob List, uh, Harry Reid, and Dick Bryan. Uh, you know, about the mob era. And, and I, I, I've asked them all, you know, whether they believe Sam Giancana's son, um, who says that uh, the mob was responsible for taking out the Kennedys and Martin Luther King. Um, did any of those kind of things come up in, in, in conversation? Silver's um, in, the, in the series, but the, no, that, the only, um, the, the, those claims are not in, in this season of Mobbed Up, but we do have, um, we do in relation to the kennedy assassination we have charlie harrelson uh involved very extensively in because of his role in the jimmy chagra case and uh that's woody harrelson's father who a lot of conspiracy theorists thought was on the uh was a hitman who was on the grassy knoll during the during the kennedy assassination one of the uh, uh th the three hobos three or four hobos who were who were seen at the scene one was thought to be Charles Harrelson, and he was the man who was a, was a, alleged to have killed the uh, Judge Wood in uh, San Antonio, one of uh, Oscar's most famous cases that involved Jimmy Shagra, who allegedly had, uh, had paid for the hit. So there's a there's a Kennedy assassination link that way, but not in the Giancana uh, context. Okay, and and uh, uh, that's Woody Harrelson's dad is you're referring to. Yeah, Charles Harrelson's Woody Harrelson's father. Yeah, late father. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, um, I, I, I want to promote again the fact that season three is starting in April. Let's take a break, and I want to talk about the other side of your life, which consumes a lot of your nighttime, uh, which is your entertainment reporting. So let's take a break, and we'll come back more with John Katsalamides after this timeout. It's the 10 million point break the bank giveaways at Tamarack Casino. Plus, win your share of 50,000 in cash. The 10 million point break the bank giveaways plus 50,000 in cash at Tamarack Casino. Now through February 25th, your good times are at Tamarack Casino. Retail's impact on Nevada's economy, enormous. 8,600 businesses, large and small, employing 145,000 workers. And last fiscal year, retail paid tax on nearly $60 billion in sales. We're the Retail Association of Nevada. We support retail, we help it grow, and we mean business. R-A-N-N-V dot org. Early in the morning or throughout the night, professional truck drivers are on the job, serving you safely moving freight that's crucial to our economy. From the oldest industries to our newest innovators, 
From the exotic to the everyday, trucks are everywhere, moving everything. Never afraid to embrace a future that makes Nevada and our nation stronger. Trucking moves America forward. Hi, I'm Renee Summer, our digital news anchor here at 7 at 7. Watch our streaming nonstop newscast immediately with your mobile phone. 7 at 7 is the new way for you to get every bit of local news you need in just seven minutes. Breaking news, local neighborhood news, weather and sports are just a click away. Reporters bring you all of what's happening in the Valley from Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, YouTube and more. Get every bit of local news you need from the RJ and LVRJ.com. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with John Katsilomedes. Uh, he is the host of Mobbed Up Season 3, which is going to start uh, in April. And we're all looking forward to that. You can download it wherever you download your podcasts uh, or get links either from Nevada Newsmakers website or from the Las Vegas Review Journal. Now, John is also known by another name, which is Johnny Katz, which is his name that uh, he uses for his column. Um, and you write about entertainment in the entertainment capital of the world. So I have a couple of questions for you I want to ask you about that. So did Caesars freak out when Adele put off her shows and, and everything got canceled and then rebooked later? It seems like not just the fans who had already bought tickets and booked travel and hotels and all the rest of it, um, but the fact that Caesars would have to deal with the back end of that, which would be a big financial loss at that time. Yeah, they, they, there was a very, um, there was a lot of tension inside of Caesars Entertainment and Caesars Palace when, when Adele had originally uh, canceled her shows because of those very reasons. There were refunds of the week, first weekends of shows that were uh, booked rooms. Um, that original, especially early on, there was a lot of um, tension about how to go forward. But um, one thing about Adele, first of all, almost I think 90 to 95 percent of her fans held their tickets. They held their tickets rather than asking for refunds, which is huge. That saved a lot of money and a lot of people to, to plan accordingly. Uh, Caesars refilled. They, they were able to fill most of her lost dates with people like uh, Keith Urban and Van Morrison, who came in and, and um, slotted into those weekends. Caesars Palace has a lot of, of entertainers um in rotation already you know they've had sting they've had uh, you know um rod stewart so john uh, basically in. they had a, a quite a lineup of stars to be able to fill in so that portion of it wasn't a problem um but from, right. from the gaming perspective was there a hit do you think um I, I will say i i think that there was a hit inside the hotel um across uh, different, um, yeah, across the gaming, uh, across the casino, across restaurants for people who were going to come into those weekends who weren't uh, now attending Adele shows, but they were able to recover um, a lot of that business, uh, do large in large part with their their lineup of entertain of the headliners were was already set, and also there was a half dozen uh, there were a half dozen shows that Keith Urban specifically filled for Adele when Caesar she says they, Keith Urban's words were they, they he got a panicked call from Caesars uh, Palace officials, Caesars Entertainment officials to, to fill these dates and he did it. He already had a show built for the Coliseum. So that helped move, you know, that helped allay some of the, the feelings, helped give them some time, give them a little runway. And when Adele finally did announce that she was going to return in November, when she made that announcement, uh, everything reset. 
And since then, um, the show has been uh, performed uh, consistently and, uh, and very capably and at very high cost. So uh, <laughs> as, it turned, as it turned out, they, they were able to recoup and, and, and feel fine. It, and, and the thing is that the, the artist runs the show in these, in these uh, headlining series on the strip, make no mistake about it. And Adele has been, you know, her, her needs have been, have been met by the, by the company to continue that show. She hasn't missed a night. She's shown up uh, and performed. I saw her opening night. It's terrific. And, uh, but it was a little bit, it was a little bit chippy in the first couple of weekends for weekends with Adele when she announced that she wasn't going to come back last year, about a year ago. Right. Um, one other last quick question here. Uh, Celine Dion, uh, when do you envision um, that she might return to the strip at Resorts World? Um, it's not to me when, it's if. Um, I was thinking that she could probably be, they, they were saying that they've got May dates open for her at the, at the theater, which they do currently. But there's also a lot of word about other headliners coming in. And, uh, you know, in the same way, they've got Kevin Hart, who's expected to announce 20 dates this year as, a, as kind of a superstar stand-up uh, headliner at the theater resorts world. It may move back to the fall. They're going to they're gonna continue to move this down. So, John, you say it's not a question of, of when, but if Celine Dion can come back. Exactly. Uh, we've been following this health uh, crisis with her for quite some time. She was supposed to be the first uh, performer to open the theater resorts world. Um, they said they've been, you know, holding dates in May. It's the most recent word I've gotten out of the hotel. That's coming up very fast. I don't think you can build a show that quickly. You might look late summer, early fall, but it all depends on her health. She has a thing called stiff person syndrome that is you, you go into spasms unexpectedly. There's no cure. There's no uh, real consistently accepted uh, treatment long term for it. And we just have to wait and see if she's ever going to be back in shape to uh, in, in stage shape condition to perform again. And that's the best uh, intel I can give you right now. It's all depending on her health. All right. Well, thank you very much for doing this. We can't wait for Mobbed Up Season 3. And love to have you come back and talk more about entertainment on our next visit. Anytime, Sam. It's great to thank see you. you. Thank you. You too. And we'll be right back. Modern Boutique Ahern Hotel and Event Center sits at the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Two floors of meeting and event space are ideal for groups and conventions. Stay in one of 200 luxurious rooms and suites. Brand your event throughout the property. Flexible event spaces make for easy planning and personalization. Take over the entire hotel with a full buyout option. Snorkel personnel lifts are engineered beyond the industry norm to an uncommon level of safety and durability and with an eye towards sustainability. They're also designed to be simple to operate and maintain. Snorkel, always at the cutting edge of progress. Southwest Specialties has been making the homes and businesses of Nevada beautiful for more than 20 years. Their experienced designers and craftsmen create the walkways, backyards, water features, and a variety of outdoor cooking areas that add curb appeal and value to your investment. Call today or visit them at their website and see how they can make your outdoor spaces special. Southwest Specialties, creative, distinctive, beautiful. 
With Nevada's only transplant center and verified burn center, the science is here. With award-winning cardiologist and the state's only dedicated heart failure clinic, the talent is here. With Nevada's most advanced robotic surgery, the technology is here. And with the Silver State's only designated pediatric trauma center, hope is here. All because we are here. UMC. As always, you can watch Nevada Newsmakers 24 hours a day at NevadaNewsmakers.com. We'll see you on the next show.